Yeah. Swimming through the fire. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the We Are The Ones podcast. How you feeling? Settle in. Let's get busy. I'm your host, Kareem Manuel. Uh, st- thank you so much for being here. Excited to have you. As we get into it, as always, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on whatever platform you're tuning into. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. We pray this is going to be a great one for you. Um, I just want to say this at the start. Uh, the We Are The Ones podcast is brought to you by Dr. Jonathan Bradboy. Uh, fortitude. If you a man and you looking to go deep, deep into like the fields, into discovering who you truly are, be a better uh, husband, father, brother, son, friend, or even just for yourself, um, he he and his wife have wonderful programs to help people just get to know themselves better. Uh, I'll be on the land in Boston in February, co-hosting a retreat inviting all y'all out and uh dr j we appreciate you uh sponsoring and supporting the podcast now with that said i'm still working on my intro you know what i'm saying i'm still working on it the, the intro it's getting there it's getting there yeah no i appreciate you i appreciate everybody tuning in and now we're just gonna dive right in uh our guest today is incredibly dynamic uh it's somebody i've looked up to for six years now maybe six five six years uh, marketing guru, uh, designer, uh, uh, clothing line, and somehow is navigating multiple partners in the business, um, consultant, thought leader, and just an overall great dude. I got Chris Duncan in the building, an uh, honor roll clothing. Thank What's you so up, much bro? for being here, bro. I appreciate, appreciate it. You. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of questions and we already been chopping it up uh, some, thanks. but we're going to check in and our pod one of the things that we like to do is just present uh, opportunities and space for mental health and wellness check-ins and so we just uh, start off with a check-in we close our eyes we're gonna breathe in through our nose for four seconds hold for four seconds breathe out for four seconds hold for four seconds i'm going to snap to keep the time uh wherever you are if you can close your eyes and join us please do if you're operating heavy machinery or at your job with headphones in, maybe don't close your eyes. Uh, but do your best to just tune into your body, to your heart, and just see how you feel. So here we go. Breath in. Hold. Out. Hold. In. Hold. Out. Hold. Last time, big breath in. Hold. Blow everything out. Further, further, further. Hold. And then bring your breath back to a regular cadence. Just tune in with yourself, see how you feel, what you're present to. Come back to your body, open your eyes. And Chris, for our check-in prompt today, um, just what are you present to right now? Whenever this comes out, we're in like the holiday season, the holiday rush, which is big for retailers and things. Uh, Who knows what else is going on in your personal life? Uh, if you could just encapsulate in a few sentences, what emotions and energies do you feel present to at this moment? Yeah, um, my biggest thing is just enjoyment mm-hmm. and just enjoyment in the current, even if it's trash or it's great on paper, but just enjoying because this is the last time that now is happening. And so, or that current moment is happening. Yeah. And so just being able just to tap in and enjoy and look around and clap um, and 
and literally say like, yo, I'm not enjoying this, but being able to actually give myself that grace and that space just to enjoy. I'm going to tap into some enjoyment right now. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. What am I feeling? I feel excited. Mm. I literally feel like, I don't know, this is going to sound weird, like itching on my face, mm. but it's really just like when your face is hot, my face is just, I'm I'm so excited about what's happening in my life, the potential being in this now. Um, I've had a lot of very intense conversations today, okay. uh, but I feel like I showed up to them. I was just like, in them, I'm like, oh, I'm killing this. This is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm going crazy. Um, and I'm wearing some new shoes uh, that somebody really special got for me. Appreciate you. Uh, she knows who she is. And um, yeah, that's how, that's what I'm feeling right now. So cool. We're going we're gonna to come back and just see how we feel at the end. Yeah. To just start off getting to know you. I know it's the typical, like, can you just let the people know who yeah. you are? Uh, but could you let the people know yeah. who you are? Um, Chris Duncan. Uh, I hail from Midwest, St. Louis to be exact. Um, I come from <laughs> via Alabama okay. um, because I went to school at Alabama A&M University and lived in Birmingham. But, you know, that's a very short, brief, and hectic time in my life. Um, and then I've been here in Atlanta for the last, godly, uh, 13 years. Mm -hmm. And I'm a father, a business owner, twice over. Um, I, I, I like to say serial entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, just, I can't. I'm just not geared for clocking in somewhere um, because eventually I'll start seeing something wrong and then I'll vo vocalize yep. it. I, I don't know how to be quiet with that. Because you want to do something about it. Facts. Um, let's see here. I I mean, I love, like, I just love passion. I just love people going after whatever they're passionate about, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, yeah. you, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's where I draw the line. Yeah, and as consistent adults, do, do you. And so I, I just, will. <laughs> <laughs> <And> do. <laughs> yeah, man. I, yeah. I, just overall, I'm just um, uh, introvert that loves to um, extroverted uh, activities. I love that. I love that introvert that loves extroverted activities. I I resonate with that heavily. And I I want to ask you about this entrepreneur thing. You said like you know, before the clocking in, what do you feel like? And I'm assuming that people come to you to ask for advice about becoming entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like are some of the misconceptions or, or things people are missing about what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Oh, yeah. I think that people think that it's glamour. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. like, I mean, I don't even have to tell you. You already know what it is. Of, like, people do not see the actual wrestle and the struggle. Or even where I say, like, it sounds really good to be like, ah, oh, bro, I'm just not geared to clock in. That clocking in is a guaranteed check, though. Guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Every on a person 15 Come on. or whatever, yep. you getting paid. Yep. Like, I got to hustle for every single dollar I bring. I like in. to say, there, I don't have a dollar if I don't make it. There's Facts. not a dollar I have that I don't make for myself. Uh, and it's, it, it is, like, glamorized. Yep. And I, I don't think that a lot of people understand how badly this could affect your mental health. If you do not have it in front of you, like, and you don't have healthy habits, and I mean physical, like your entire, your spiritual, your mental, your emotional and financial, like if you don't have, and physical, if you don't have these things in front of you, like, bruh, this entrepreneurship could wreck all of that. Com completely destroy it. But man, there's so many good things in there. What are some practices that you have yeah. to help keep those things in front of you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to step away. So, I mean, I probably did that. <laughs> I probably do that too much now uh, because of the pandemic and then everything that came afterwards. But, like, I was really big on stepping away. And, like, yo, at 6 o'clock, whatever time that day, every day I would assign whatever time I'm done with work at this time. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go get me yep. a, a bowl of grits or whatever yep. it is. I'm going to actually unplug from this 
and not actually like I'm not doing anything. That might in the be business. the countryest thing I've heard so far. Yeah, my man said get a bowl. And of what's crazy is <laughs> I don't even know. Like I have a vegan diet, so yep. I I mean. If my wife is making me some grits and like with vegan butter and all yep. that, like yeah, yeah, bro. And I we'll get to being married and being an entrepreneur in a second. Um, when did you know you were the ones? Like we say, we say we're the ones we're waiting for. Mm-hmm. When did you decide like, oh, I'm gonna go pursue this on my own? Was it early? Was it an accident? What was the what was the process like for you to become where, <laughs> where you are now? I got fired. Come on. I, I was sitting so. Me and my director out at an agency, um, me and my director got into it um, and was having just a back and forth. And I mean, Brad, it's so hard to be humble in a position where you're smarter than the person that you're sitting across the table from. And I just feel like, especially in my community and being raised in church, like uh, we haven't, we teach false humility, bro. Like uh, it, if you six two, bro, saying that you six two is not you bragging. No, it's just a fact. Like, it's just a fact. And so, and like me and him got into it. I got fired. I was sitting in the parking lot, and I called two people. I called my mom, and she was like, "Like my mom is the creative, like by today's standard, the creative that wasn't allowed to create." Yeah. And so she was stifled a lot. She had to work a nine to five to support us, me and my sister. Um, and she was just like, thank God, because you hated that job. You got the grades to show uh, that you hated that job. Like it caused you just difficult and just immense levels of stress. So she was clapping, you know, and and then I called my mentor at the time and He's just like, yo, like you need to start. And this is why telling people your dreams in safe spaces are so important because I have forgotten about my company threshold. And he was like, oh, bet they giving you a severance too? Oh, that's your seed money for threshold. And at that point, I have forgot all about threshold. I was just like, bruh, like literally the sequence of events when it was MLK weekend. I had just gotten the wreck. I bought a new car and then got fired. I bought a new car on Monday and then got fired on Friday. Wow. I was like, bro, like I asked them, could they take the car back? They was like, nah, nah, bro. I can't, uh, I don't think I can afford this anymore. Right. They was like, oh, that's crazy. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. You got to talk to the people that, I mean, we out of it at this point. Yeah, it's uh, it's above me now. so, so this mentor reminds you of your own dream. Yeah. And something he said with the time, it just resonated. And you yeah. said, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah, man. Through tears, through fears, through claps. Like, I, I tell people, and I don't say this in an ableist type of way, but, like, I felt crazy that first month because, dog, like, I would literally cry and then start laughing. Yep. And, yep. like, it, it was just an emotional a wor- roller coaster. Indeed. I think um, for me, you know, I was a pastor Mm -hmm. uh, and I moved down to the South to like teach the Bible on the AUC campus. And I had a family and all this stuff. And this was the the era of Trump at the beginning. And all all, there's a bunch of things going on. And we comes to me and I'm making a song. Mm. And uh, because I was a rapper and um, I make the shirt just to have merch for this like project I think I'm about to put out. But when I saw the merch, I was like, oh, that's what I do now. I'm making clothes. And I still wasn't sure. And I remember showing Cray. Uh, I was in his office, something, and I was like, man, I got this idea. And I give him a shirt and he takes it, he looks at it, he touches it, and he goes, Kareem, this is something. Mm. And it was like, I believed, but then having somebody else that I like really respect who who's done the work yeah. also see Something a lot. Just, that was all I needed. Yeah. Everybody else was like, I just needed that little battery in my yeah. back. Uh, and I love what you said about the tears and the laughter in the same the same moment. Oh. Uh, it's just like, what am I doing? Don't know. I'm definitely doing it. Uh, it's a it's an insane <laughs> proposition to go out here into the world and just say, I'm going to think these thoughts, yeah. bring them into reality, and then put them out. Into oh yeah, the- it's not normal. No. And I think that we have to give that space of like, 
you're not normal Mm-mm. because you see the world and say, oh, I can do something about that. We are the ones, man. I love that. I think, shout out to moms too. Yeah. I sh- Shout out to moms, all the moms that are supporting. Uh, dads, we love you. We're both fathers. But to the moms that see these black boys and go, Thanks. baby, do it. Go. I got you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And shout out them for letting you go so you can go fly and yeah, do your thing. So Threshold, the first couple of years, it was a smashing success or what? Nah, <laughs> uh, smash, yeah, a smash, I. Right? Um, but now, like, man, I I was able to pay my bills, and that was all I was concerned about. Yep. I was just like, I just need enough to <laughs> to pay my bills, and it got real elementary. Like, if I bring in this much, and this much is going out, I can be broke. Like, as yep. long as these bills are paid, I don't care about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. I just reverse engineered and like for me, something that's very important for me is I want to affect change in somebody's business like that. Working for a large corporation is dope. Get your money, man. Uh, I'm not judging that for me. Helping that small to medium sized business see that light at the end of the tunnel, getting them from their desire or their current state to their desired state is what I live for. And like, I feel the most value with that. Yeah. Especially when it comes down to marketing and these agencies are busting heads, like, and I can come in and tell them this price that is significantly, significantly lower than another price that they have been quoted or prices that they have been quoted, but doing even better work. Yep. Like, yeah, it's a win-win. It's a win-win at least. For the person getting the services, well, um, you you went to school for marketing, yeah. And then Threshold is a marketing agency, yeah. Okay, what do you say to the person? It's twenty twenty three, you know. I got Canva, I got, <laughs> uh, I got my phone, uh, and I'm gonna just do it all myself. Um, what do you do? You have anything to say to that person? Just study. I mean, honestly, like, I don't because. The marketing that I do now, which is more on the paid media side of marketing for and marketing strategy. For who? Like, Go ahead. Say say some people. I Come can't on. I can't drop names, but hair brands <laughs> uh with uh <laughs> I'm NDA, bro. Right? Hey, uh, hair brands, um I I mean education. Um I got a guy down in New Orleans that's doing some great work for protecting Black boys with traffic stops, which is really dope. Um, You know what I'm saying? I have a guy up in D.C. that is doing hospitality for black people. Like, it's really, really dope. Um, But, yeah, for me, like, it's just dope work. Like, these are the clients, and I can actually see the, um, yeah, I can just see how I'm helping. Mm -hmm. So... Oh, yeah, but going back to your question, too, of, like, with the Canva, like, dog, there is no way around just putting up your shots. Like, I am not anti-Canva. I'm not, like, I'm probably pro-Canva, mm-hmm. you know, like, more than anybody else. Um, but, like, dog, there's just no way of, if you want to be a great, you just got to be in the basketball gym. Yeah, you got to be mm-hmm. in the, you got to put your shots up. Or come get somebody who put their shots up. Facts. And I, I... I mess with that. I think I run into entrepreneurs who like, at least I speak for myself. Yeah. I remember uh, a man named Brett really helped change my life. And he was like, Kareem, you haven't built a business. You've given yourself a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were speaking to that when it was like, you know, I'm just needing to cover my bills. Yeah. It was like, yeah, as long as that's happening, I'm good. It's like, but you could build it to where yeah. it can function without you. Um, you get to go do more of the things that you love and 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 support even more people. Um, and the entrepreneur, or the go-getter that gets stuck like trying to do everything yeah. all the time. And it's, and it's like, well, I can do it, but I can't do all of these things yeah. excellently at, at this pace. Yeah. Um, I have to go get somebody else. Um, do you have any advice for like how to know when that moment is for yeah. somebody on their journey? I would advise every person that is on their entrepreneurial journey that or, or even has a business already. E-myth, the entrepreneurial myth. Like, I recommend that book because essentially it talks about that 
and how to get out your business and actually run your business. And like, I I would liken it to like, every entrepreneur needs to read that book because like we taught or I was taught, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I was taught how to hustle. Like you, you just bring in this money and then you take that money and you flip this and you, (laughs) I was taught how to hustle. And, you know, growing up with a lot of, um, D boys, like that's literally. You know, I'm the, from Chicago. You from St. Louis? Oh like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like it, I was just taught that hustler, like hustle mentality, and then nobody set me down and taught me how to run a business. Mm-hmm. And so, it, and even as I sit here now, eight years into this, I'm like, oh snap, maybe I need to hire for that and get somebody like Brett, like. Don't know the day saying up to three o'clock in the morning and learning PowerPoint or I mean Photoshop to for nah bruh. Just get some and pay somebody and pay for that. Pay somebody to do it. And they do a way better job. Come on. I think your wife probably appreciates that. Yeah. And you get to spend more time. What? Cause you said earlier you had a mentor. I've never had a mentor. Mm-hmm. I've asked and I always get told, like, oh, you got it, bruh. And I was like, man, maybe it's just how I'm coming off. I don't know. Uh I mean, my whole life. <laughs> and I'm still healing through that. Um, it's hard. Yeah, because it's like I would love to have somebody be able to have some insight and speak into it. But then I also feel, and maybe this is why I've never had one. I also feel like, how the fuck you know? Yeah. How now, do you know what's for me? Like, facts, bro. Like this was a spiritual mentor. Like I have to this day never had somebody yeah. like I haven't had an OG like sit down that's further down the road than me yep. and talk to me about what it takes to run a business given all of this that I have going on, you know what I'm saying? So it it is interesting and like but I will say that I am always open to hearing people that have done this though. Yep. You yep. know what I'm saying? Um so it may not be in the mentor space, you know, like how I thought uh, you know, a mentor should be, but thank God I have people that always pour into me and even <laughs> shout out to even the mutual friend that we have with Jamil. Like he's always like, Hey bro. Yep. Like, I mean, if you ready, like you can do it. It's going to take some muscle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And how you doing brother? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Good brother. <laughs> My good brother. <laughs> I love Jamil. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's I think, I think it's important. What I'm getting from this is like the importance of staying open, yeah, uh, trusting yourself, but then also trusting the voices that resonate around you. So, uh, like for me, I'm always assessing my environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was coming up, I had very little say over my environment, mm. um, and I had to kind of just deal with whatever yeah. was around. Now, as a fully autonomous functioning adult, I can go wherever I want, and sometimes I find myself just stuck in patterns or places that feel comfortable or familiar. But that doesn't mean that they're yeah. pouring into me or healthy for me. And so just taking stock to say, like, is this still a place where I come and am inspired or loved or safe yeah. to to dream, to cry and then laugh and do all those things? And it's hard. I mean, and growing up, like, my pops wasn't in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I have to take, I almost at the Frankenstein, like, uh, uh, positive male example, you know, like, uh, maybe you shouldn't look at how you treat women, you know what I'm saying? But that dude knows how to handle his finances. So take that aspect yep. of it. You know what I'm saying? That dude knows how to work on cars and he holds everybody down. Take that aspect from it. And I feel like that's what where I'm at with even the mentor thing is that I just got to take aspects of everybody pouring into me. Real question. How many, how many brothers do you think, how many black men do you think are piecing together a picture of a good man. Too many, bro. I would say 80%. Oh, easy. I would, yeah, like, I don't know too many, like, I'm thinking through, I don't know too many dudes that would look at their pops and say, oh, that's who I want to be. And, or their uncles, or the, so, yeah, I just know that because, yeah, like a lot of the older generation are still trying to figure it out themselves. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know who isn't. That's why I tell my my family all the time is like, 
I'm proud that they're still trying. Yeah. Um, you talked about, man, I loved when you said your mom was the creative who was suppressed. When my grandfather passed, I saw him and I, I perceived that he died under so much suppression. So he was just an angry man. He, he felt so great. I always say uh, granddad knew he was great and couldn't figure out how to get it out. Man. Or felt restricted by society, by the world, by even his own community to say, like, that's not allowed. Um, and so now that I have this freedom, it's like, I'm going to I'm gonna put on, just for him and the, the line that came through, it's like, you didn't get a chance. I'm going to talk my shit whenever I Facts. can. I'm going to work as hard as I can. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have as I'm many. I'm going to enjoy and, as hard as I can. Period. I say that, too. Like, <laughs> I deserve to rest. Bruh. I just, me and my wife just got back from Paris. And come on. this is my second time in Paris. <laughs> oh, come on. And both of us were like almost in like survival's remorse. She felt it more so of like uh, we over here chilling and kicking it. And like this conflict is going on over, not even a conflict, this genocide is going on yeah. over and, yeah. um, and you know, Gaza. Yeah. And my thing was just like, Tug, like how many people in my family can do this? And there's a very short list, you know what I'm saying? Or even have the, as my old man teacher used to say, the testicular fortitude, the balls to do <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because leaving the neighborhood is scary, bro. Yeah, it is. And so, like, even, uh, like, I was just sitting there and we was, like, just walking around Paris and I was like, uh, the greats, be it Miles Davis and James Baldwin, walk these streets. And I'm over here thinking about, like, Oh, like my family can't even experience this. Mm. Like, and it's like dope because like the regular for my daughter is not what I experience whatsoever. At all. And we talk about that all the time. Like <laughs> my daughter goes to Atlanta public schools. Like she, you know, like it's a nice school, but we, <laughs> she was talking about fighting the other day, uh, 12 year old. And how people get into fights at our school, and she couldn't believe it. And I, and I literally was coming from the standpoint of like, what was said though? <laughs> like, I mean, you say something crazy, you get punched yeah, in the face. That's how like, it goes. <laughs> that's how it goes. Like, what? And right. <laughs> and right. She grabbing her pearls, and Not I'm in like, my world. That's a good dad. Good job, dad. Ah oh, man, I I was just like, am I preparing her enough? But so so this is real because all of my all of my niggas who who have found any type of success, have this thing with their kids was like, am I, am I raising them to be soft? And what I feel like I'm observing and experiencing is uh, raising children that feel like they have a right to be here, yeah. that they are safe in the world and that the world that they have been in is safe. And I don't think, I don't think we need to put our children in traumatic experiences or traumatize them to help toughen them up. I think life is going to find a way to do that for them wherever they are. But when we come from such hard and volatile places and we like we know how dark the world can Facts. be, um, it's like we don't want you to have rose-colored glasses. It's like- uh, You got to toughen up, Yeah, bro. you got to toughen up. Gotta, it's like, actually, no, you don't. So <laughs> me and my wife, so my daughter is 12. Me and my wife have been married for two years. And Congratulations. appreciate okay. that, bro. Appreciate that. Um, and a constant debate is, yo, should baby girl get a job when she is of age? Mm -hmm. And my wife's standpoint is like, no, she got the rest of her life to work. You know what I'm saying? But for me, I'm like, nah, it teaches something and she needs that. But she ain't wrong though. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, like my daughter wanted to go to Spelman. Shout out to Spelman. My wife went to Spelman. And my daughter wants to go to Spelman. And I'm like, dog, child, knock her down to see the reality of it. Like, Spelman ain't just something that you just, I, I want to go to Spelman. So therefore, I'm going to go to Spelman. But then also, like, who am I to stop her from dreaming? Right. Like, and feel like I need to give her that reality check. Like, no, nah, like if she wants to go, like do what you need to do to get there. As high as you've gone, that's her floor now. Facts, Like bro. She's starting from Damn. like where your, your dreams, like we gotta get there, we gotta be able to go to Paris, blah, blah. It's like, that's reality. That's so regular to her. That's regular degular and great job. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's so wild. It's like, of course I'm going to Spelman. Like, yeah. what are you even, what are you talking about? And then you think like, dog, I am like 
my grandparents or great grandparents' wildest dreams. Wildest. I was reading one slave account. This woman said, I can't even imagine freedom. Mm. And me and you just sitting here. Just, <laughs> yo, should we go here or should we go right. there? How do we raise our children? How should we? It's like that's the enjoyment. It's yeah. like sometimes when those thoughts get overwhelming, I have to remind myself, like, bro, just enjoy the fact that you can't even make a choice. Dog, because it was like, and we're not talking about like like uh, in a faraway land. We're talking about like two or three generations ago. Period. Like my mom is so radical in her stance. Like she low-key hate white people. Okay. And yeah, yep. I'd be trying to help her out, <laughs> but um so radical in her sense because they got she a was lot like, of apologizing to do. <laughs> That's yes. Um, yeah, that was, and she said as a kid, so all my family's from rural Tennessee. She was like, as a kid, she was walking with her grandmother and my grandma, my great grandmother, Mama Helen, used to clean houses. I mean, yep. that's the only that or sharecropping yep. was the only jobs available. And my great grandmother greeted this young white lady as Miss Such and Such. But the young white lady, like, couldn't have been older my mom, by my mom's account, was like 20-something years old, was like Helen calling my great-grandmother by her first name. Mm. And my mom was like, yo, like, who, who is this that, like, I get slapped if I call anybody that's an elder by their first name. It's always Miss Such-and-Such, Mr. Such-and-Such. Who is this that's disrespecting you? You know what I'm saying? Like, and with that instilled in me, that's why I do walk into a room and I greet a janitor the same, same exact way. way that yeah. I greet the CEO of a company because crazy enough, dog, we all are trying to do the same thing. Like yep. they just hustling to pay their bills. Like that's it. Love, let love lead the way. You got the honor on your chest. Uh, and I just pray that more of that can continue to come through. Uh, and shine at, be shown on the planet. That's, that's my prayer for humanity. We just respect Thanks. each other, love each other. Um, and leave people the hell alone. <laughs> if you don't rock with it, bro, just go on about your business, bro. Like, you don't, like, why Why get so tense up? Like, and I'm an elder of a church at, here in Atlanta, and people be like, yeah, you should feel this way and that way. Like, nah, I, I don't. don't. Like, I don't. Crazy enough, because of my faith, I believe that when this is all said and done, my belief is that I got to stand before a perfect God and give an account for my life. Uh, crazy enough, I ain't got enough time to be- about your life. Right. <laughs> Duh. Like, yeah, how do you feel about this lifestyle? Duh. I don't care, I, to be honest. Like, love. I don't feel about it. Enough. <laughs> like, I am required to love people. Like- I say. Like, that's it. Right. Mm -hmm. And even, even in that, of like- tapping into our ancestral roots like uh like this this westernized flow of like that's demonic and not like uh, is it though because what happened to us is demonic like if we we're gonna talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about sitting at the feet of our oppressor and getting a reli a diluted religion and saying like ah oh, well yeah y'all need to go to church every Sunday, every Sunday. like and I rock, you know, I rock with the institution of church and what the black church did during the civil rights movement. I'm not here to Sunday morning or Monday morning quarterback this situation. I'm just saying that, like, we got to literally, like, inspect yeah. who's, all of this. Who's really the demon of this scenario? That's all I'm saying, yeah. bro. Like, my, my church is part of an organization that like literally cause harm to the black like black people and women like dog and yeah like to think that i'm not gonna say something about this nah. you got like messed up right? <laughs> like i'm here but see i i operate in the sense of like i am here in every situation for a reason yeah like it's not just by coincidence and happenstance that i'm here yeah. you know what i'm saying so like, I feel like I am not honoring God when I'm quiet. Like, and if that rubs people the wrong way, then they you just got to You got to honor the God in you, the gifts that he's given, uh, and the time you've been called to. Facts, bro. You, you here right now. I'm here right not now. Not back then <laughs> and not up there. We, right. We're here right now. And this is what needs to be said. This is what I got to bring to the table. Yeah, man. I, um... I want to ask you, just in that vein, because I know the other people you work with in honor roll mm -hmm. and just how much faith plays a part in all of that. 
what has it been like having partners to bounce ideas off of and build this thing? And can you share some of where it is right yeah. now? Um, it it feels it it <laughs> it can feel great at moments and then just downright trash at other moments mm -hmm. because you have to have buy-in. And so like when you come up, like I'm really good at coming up with ideas and executing ideas, but I, I am not that, that whatever that middle ground of getting everybody on the same page, I don't need that. I'm just like, let me create and let me do yep. like, and get out the way. And with partners, you just got to bring people along for the journey of like, yo, like this is what this can become. And no, it is not a lack of trust. Like it ain't got nothing to do with me trusting you or not is I just don't see it the same way yep. or I'm not seeing the vision. Like, so make it plain for me. And so that can cause um, a riff and there's three of us. So it's always like that odd number because like we know that, yeah, like somebody may have a different scope on it or a different POV on it. And so, like, the things that's just like, all right, cool. Like, everybody's on the same page. You gotta be, you gotta, sometimes you gotta let go. Yeah. It's just like, all right. And we have learned to, like, yo, this is what you are the head over. This is what you're the head over. Because, like, us speaking into each other's, like, we don't need that. No. We, we need somebody to make the final decision. All right, now you have a voice on this, but you don't have a, vo a vote necessarily. Yeah, on for this. sure, for sure. I love that. Yeah, well, I, I talk about partnerships all the time because I was a solopreneur for so long, then brought on a partner and it, the highs and the lows and figuring all that out. I was married for a long time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, human dynamics are one of my favorite things to to study because it's like we might have the same goal, yeah, but then yeah, how to get there, even how we feel about how we're getting there, yeah. can be wildly different. We we're in the same space, experiencing something completely different, yeah. and how do we navigate those things? I just think it takes a lot of. Patience yeah. and grace and clarity. A lot of conversation. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not great at that. <laughs> as much as I love to talk, it's like, I don't want to keep talking about this. Nah, and I co-parent. I mean, mm -hmm. what you do. Yep. And it's hard, bro, because it's just like, you got two different people with idea on how to raise a human. Yep. And it's just like, you know what, bro? Like, at some point you do, or I have found myself getting to the point like, bro, like she wants the best for our daughter the same way that I want the best for my daughter. And we just have different ideas behind it. And like, what can I do? Like, as long as it's not detrimental to my daughter. That's really what I was like, okay, like, now, now, now we got to stop because that's crazy. That's how, <laughs> right. like, that's the only time other than that, it's just, I'll just tell them like, this is, this is your mother. Yeah, um, dude, she gonna do some different. And like I had to even learn, I mean, I never was on this flow, but I had to learn like, yo, like I'm not going to like disrespect your mother to you. Ever. Like me and her may get into it, but like we never, like you 12, like why are we bringing this to you? That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need, a, I don't need them to understand my point of view or right. what it's just like the adults will handle this thing. I. I've been very honest with my children about life in yeah. general, and that's enough. Um, but getting to like specifics and details, or even dog, like that's a queen. Like she had these children. That was the portal that they came through. I'm so grateful. Like they are amazing, and all they're gonna ever get from me is love and respect for yeah. the, the woman Facts. that they share DNA with, for sure. Yeah, like you, like you would never get a pass for disrespecting your moms. Nah, like never. and especially the sacrifices that she's making, regardless if I agree with them yep. or not. Like, yep. she's making those sacrifices. And for me, like you talk about being vegan, I'm vegan, the mom's mm -hmm. not. I love that they get to see different points of view or perspectives and get to feel them and start deciding for their own lives what they want, That's as opposed dope. to just being told, this is how it is. I feel like too many times we don't get... Um, freedom to explore until we leave the house. Yeah. And then we don't- and Then we wild out. Wilding. <laughs> so it's like, they get a chance right now to experience all these different ways of living and being and start to decide for themselves. Like you were saying, peace in it. It's like, okay, well dad, I'm taking these things and for mom, I'm taking this and my uncles. I think that's just gonna help make a healthy human. I think this is our version of it takes a village. Yeah, man. And my daughter definitely, <laughs> because my wife um, is not vegan. And like so, my my daughter sees all the sides Wait, you are married typically, to somebody who's not vegan. Yeah, man, all all <laughs> of the sides are typically vegan, 
and then it's just two different entrees. Got it, got it. Got when it. it is a cooked place. Yeah. Um, like even that is just like, oh, we just learn the balance. Like, all right, who's the hungriest? All right, cool. We're gonna go to your like when we travel, yeah. we're gonna go to your restaurant first, because I'm not really that hungry. And then by the time you finish eating, I'll be hungry. So then like, cause it's about we made it about the company and not the meal. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I love and, that. Ooh. It's about the company and not the meal. I'm working on that because I'm a raw vegan. Mm. And so it's really hard for me to go yeah. out with people. And I'm, I miss some of the camaraderie. Um, but then yeah, just relating. And it's just like, man, this is about who I'm experiencing this with. And yeah. not, I like that a lot. I'm gonna just take a second, feel that one on. That was good. Yeah, man. And you know, you know, you, know, you gotta go around with your snacks and all right, that because my, my bag is full. Nobody, <laughs> no, like I, I don't understand in 2023 how so many people miss. Like, dog, I don't eat. If it comes from something that has a face, I'm not gonna eat it. Right. Like, I don't no. understand. And then even adding the complexity of like, yes, if it's cooked. And I don't care if it doesn't come from something with yeah. a fake, I'm not going I'm not to eat it. Yeah. And like, I don't know why people cannot compute At these all. things. This programming, yeah, they say it doesn't fit the program, uh, especially, you know, during the holidays, going oh, back to black Lord. family. They're like, we got some veggies for you, baby. And you get down there and everything got turkey neck in it, a pigtail, or, and it's just like, why did y'all put the meat in the greens? Like, you know, like you said, like you literally have to do this as an extra step. All I'm asking is for just put the it's spot like, no, over no, here. We got the corn. And it's like it's shredded chicken in it, and just like butter. But yeah, it's just like please. And so yeah, now I just pull up with my own thing. Yeah, it's all good. It's yeah. all love. Because I love y'all. You know, like period. It's about even the company. I love don't that. Love you me. just changed my life a little bit with that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's about the company. Yeah. So I I, I want to ask a few more things yeah. before we close. So. Uh, honor roll. Where is it now? Where do you see it going? Where yeah. can people find it? Yeah, so honor roll right now as a uh, as a brand, like we're really big on giving this knowledge. Like the doors that we have to knock on, we want to give that away. Mm -hmm. So we do this thing called after school program where we help emergency designers like literally walk through the steps of creating their brand and having a sustainable brand. So. We did one cohort last year, and so this will we are about to go into our second cohort. And we have a big retailer that may be signing on, may or may not like. And we told them like, honestly, with or without you, it's still going to happen. Yep. Um, which is not always received <laughs> uh, in the rooms. But those uh, are the facts. I mean, with or without you, yep. like we we will find. Either we're gonna have it here or we ain't gonna have it here. Yeah. But we still gonna have it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, honestly, bro, like we are in a space to where we want to live off of our clothes and what we make. And like traditionally, we just haven't been there. And it's just like, all right, how do we scale this thing up? Do we want to scale this thing up? Do we want to be at this level? And we will always have something else to compliment this yeah, like yeah. and asking those questions but i mean more than anything bro like it's all extra in it's, it's really dope that we get to own our own clothing brand and help out this next generation with it that's tight i think um man you just said something i wanted to ask it's like talking about scale if you can what's the biggest check you remember writing or the first check you remember writing and going like whoa Oof. oh no Oh man, it it was definitely threshold. Um, and honor roll, then we didn't wrote some checks in honor roll. Um, but because it's three of us, I'm more so like the the reserve, like in the back person of like, eh, it's business. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like I had already bumped my head against this, but ooh, with threshold, I'm just like the cost of doing business. Man, I I think the first time that I realized it. I think that check was $6,000 and I was just like, I, I think that I'm having heart palpitation. Yeah, like, sure. Nick, yeah. like yeah. I don't know if this is going to pay off, but mm -hmm. it paid off. You know what I'm saying? And even then I was like, dog, the closest I get to $6,000 back, I'm fine with, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, but 
it was to bring on somebody and their fee was six racks. And I was just like, all right now. All yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> like this is six thousand all at one time. Yeah, bruh. And even that is like with honor road, bruh, like because we are thinking like we're all domestic right now. And do we want to take this um, when it comes down to our manufacturing? Do we want to take this overseas? Absolutely cheaper. And we have different margins. But also, if something goes wrong, it's not like going to Snailville to our yeah. factory and yeah. being like, all right, this is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a language barrier. It's a time barrier. Like, do we want to deal with that? You know what I'm saying? Which... Is it only about margins? Are we in the season where we have to focus on the these, margins? These are the real questions. Yeah, man. We're talking about Jay-Z and getting to a billion and like how much of a capitalist you have to become to do that. And to ask yourself on the way, like, do I want to go? Oh. How far do I want to go with this mindset? Um, yeah, like, at what level are you content? And it was um, uh, Browner Brothers, uh, uh, Mr. Brown, well, Nathaniel Browner Jr., um that's some hair stuff and yeah that. yeah he told me he was like him and all his brothers like have a number like they cannot take in more than that and rayful um admins which it was a dc drug dealer back in the day um introduced crack to yeah. dc okay um he said that they used to have a number. Now, granted, different, totally different ends of the spectrum, but nah, they but used the to have a principle is the same. Yeah, like they used to give out. Nah, I'm so influenced by drug dealers. Me brand. too, bro. Don't even <laughs> get me started. That's all I feel like I'm doing is trapping in a healthy way. It's like just uh, it's a dude out of St. Louis um, called legally trapping. That's it, dog. Like it, it's a mentality, but then also like it's just not the trap though right you know what i'm saying yep. like yeah and um i'm just trying to figure out what that number is to me and me and my wife are that's a constant conversation like yo like when are when is content good enough like the bills are paid we got some money in our savings like we chilling yeah. like like yeah. let's just enjoy this like we got enough money if we need a new whip like we can do it like Cool, we're not going somewhere every month, but we can, or international every month, but once a year we could take an international trip. Do we need to make that too? All right, do we want to work for that? Essentially, I don't want to work for more because more is the only thing that you can achieve and not actually gain. And it's always a moving target. Always. And I'm just tired, Doug. Like, we just talked about our age. Like, I'm knocking on 40. I'm just tired of it, bro. Like, how do I get out of the rat race is always my question. Yeah, because the wheel just gets bigger. Oh, if, you're in, if you're in a race, you just get a bigger wheel. Um, just moving on. I love that. I love that you're asking these questions. I love that you're taking the time to, to wrestle with it. And then that creating spaces to also share that information. And I think sharing data is one of the most loving things that we can do. Mm -hmm. It's like, I experienced this. Here's the data. I'm not telling you what to think of it. This is the This is what I came to. From it, and then with your life, you can do whatever. And I think the more data we pull together and utilize, the better chance we have of just being like the healthiest, happiest human being mm. that we can be. Uh, so that's how I like to live, and that's why I say it's we. Period. One of the tenets of we is like we have everything we need in the community. Facts. We have all the information, we have all the opportunity, we have all the resource. We just have to be willing to actually tap in to each other yeah. um and that doesn't mean what some people try to use like you got to support me yeah, it's like yeah. i don't have to i don't right. i don't like how you sing i'm not gonna come to the concert or i don't like you know like that's fine it's all good uh but there's so many more me's in the we like i'm right. not the only person so relax um yeah I, I, like a goal in life i just want to buy some acres that's it and just be there with my family like an extended family and the homies that like, dog, I need to build a house. Like, all right, bet. There goes some lumber, it. and let's yeah, get to yeah, it. Yeah, do it. I want to have you on again uh, where we could talk some more about some of these concepts and these principles. Um, before we check out, where where can people reach you? Where can they yeah. find you? Uh, on For Honor Roll, it's just honorrollclothing.com. And then for Threshold, it's just uh, Threshold is with no vowels, so T-H-R. SHLD.co. Sign up. They got, they got a cohort coming up. I don't know when this comes out, if it's already going to be full, but there'll be more. 
Um, and he's always just been an open book with me. Um, so I just say shoot your shot, and that's the best that you got. I appreciate you being here. Before we close out, we're just gonna close our eyes again and check out. So same as before, close your eyes, let all this information settle in, digest, uh, whatever is triggering or arising in you, like just be with it. We're gonna take a deep breath in for four and hold it to top for four, same as, as the beginning. Here we go, deep breath in. Hold. Out. Hold. One more time. In. Hold. Out. Hold. Relax your face. Relax your jaw. Relax your shoulders. All right, bro. Checking out. What are you present to in this moment? Yeah, just enjoyment again. <laughs> just I I enjoy these conversations. Yeah, yeah. I'm checking out with inspiration. I feel inspired watching. I know it wasn't the beginning of the journey when I met you, but it was the beginning of me watching yeah. it to see how far it's come. Um, and just all the cool things that you're a part of that I get to see, knowing that it's even more, uh, and then just hearing the good man behind it, it just feels really, really good. Uh, I ask y'all. You got any questions, put them in the comments. Uh, make sure y'all tag them up. Check out the clothes. Uh, they're super dope. I wish you could feel how heavy this thing is. Um, yeah, it's time to it's time to go. We're the ones we're waiting for. We're gonna catch you next weekend. Peace. Really the ones we've been waiting for all along. I don't know why we be looking elsewhere. We gotta turn in. Yeah. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Found everything I needed, me no need to look no more. The timing was exquisite, even when I thought I missed it. I was tripping, I was falling, but I never fell. I embrace my flaws and imperfections. I am grateful for the lessons and the blessings. Remember when I was stressing, we can't do anything we put out my